Hello, and welcome to the conversation. Mini! I'm Heil Russell. I'm Jeff Onan. Jeff, you know how when traffic gets backed up because there's an accident up ahead, and, you know, you know, like, most people, I would say like 60% of people, they're hoping the accident isn't bad, right? They're, they're hoping that whoever was in it, it's just a minor fender bender and, and maybe a, a bruise or a scrape, but, but it's nothing fatal, but there's always 40% of people that are hoping for the most grisly massacre they have ever seen because they want to see the entrails. They want to see the viscera. They want to see carnage. And then they're disappointed when they pass by and they see that there is no blood. There is no broken bones or shattered skulls. All occupants are alive. I feel like that's where we're at today with the reveal of the Super Mario Brothers movie teaser trailer. I feel like there's some disappointment that it wasn't worse than it was. Uh, present company included. <laughs> and oh. uh, I don't know. I, I've actually gone radio silent for the most part since it uh, dropped at, at New York Comic Con and on the Nintendo Direct because I didn't want to taint my lovely, lovely brain with other people's opinions. So I, I don't, I don't really know what people are saying. I assume a lot of people hate it. I assume that mostly though, people are like, oh, that wasn't as bad as I thought. Oh, well. Yeah, sure. Um, first of all, uh, to answer your question, because you did say in the form of a question, you know, when traffic's backed up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I, remember, and, I said uh, that, yeah. Yeah, you did say that. My answer is I don't I, – I never get backed up, Heil. As you know, I'm very irregular. Oh, yeah. You, so, you, you, so no, I don't. You poop during your commute is what you're saying. Yeah, well, <laughs> if the shoe fits. But basically, yeah, uh, I didn't know what to expect going into this. I think I was a little nervous when it turned out to be pretty good because I was like <laughs> – because I was like, how am I going to be funny if I'm not mad? I don't See, know what to – See, you, I don't know what to do. You came to me, Jeff. You came to me this past Sunday and you said, has anybody volunteered to be on that uh, conversation mini for the Mario movie trailer yet? Because I want to be on it. And I, I know you pretty well, Jeff, all of our years being friends and working together. I, I was like, the reason Jeff wants to be on this is he thinks it's going to be bad. And therefore, this is oh, going what? to be a fun episode to do. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> But, 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 you know, yeah, I got, yeah. I watched it, I watched it, I got nervous, I thought, how am I going to be, how, what am I going to say that's interesting about a trailer that wasn't bad or angering in any significant way? Yeah. And so I thought about it, and I thought, well, I realized I hadn't eaten anything all day, so I had a bucket of ravioli. Oh, bucket? Well, and that's, I'm glad. That's how, <laughs> it's, that's how we measure things in the Midwest out here, but uh, yeah, yeah. and then, and then I, I, I drank nine beers, uh-huh. and um, also in, inhaled things of a, of a gaseous nature, so I got all three food groups, the solids, the liquids, and the gases. Oh, I got them great. all into my body. I think it's a good timing, because Biden's going to pardon you. 
Yes, I can't get in trouble anymore. No. Daddy said so. <laughs> um, Grand- <laughs> Grandpa said it's okay to toke it up. Yeah. Doobie doobie doobie. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, so I, I actually, you know what, though? Uh, I, I'm, I'm very interested to see what you think about this. Uh, I don't have a, a lot of negative things to say, but I still have things to say. I have observations I, and I, thoughts. I so. have plenty of things to say. I don't know how groundbreaking our opinions are going to be because, yeah, as, as uh, Dustin is well, pointing it's, out. it's... It's a fucking podcast. It's not NBC News. We don't have to be necessarily. We don't have to break anyone's ground or 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 you know upset the status quo. But you know, yeah, people well, tune in because they don't have anything better to do. As Dustin has pointed out in our live stream chat, because we are unnaturally streaming this live on our Twitch channel right now, just because it's a big occasion. A lot of people are interested in this, and I am. Dustin said a sellout because yeah, DK Vine yeah. is uh, covering the Super Mario Brothers movie. Now the reason we're covering it, of course, is Donkey Kong will be in it. Cranky Kong will be in it. They were not in this trailer though, so if you were hoping for some uh, hot Kong action, you're going to walk away disappointed. But I think this was a good mood setter. It's it's a good little uh, idea of what we can expect. I th- I think we can discern a lot from this. I thought we could discern a lot from just the casting and character announcements last September, uh, last year's September. I should right, say. But then but, the, the once they say the casting and and the actual you know celebrity names, yeah. the question immediately becomes. Well, how what's that performance going to look like? I didn't expect that casting. Yeah, I wonder what that's going to sound like. And we got a. This is not a, really a reveal trailer. This is a teaser. It's a teaser. That's and, all it is. And, yeah. And we got a great little teaser of the what I probably am going to consider the two main characters of the film, uh, which is Mario and the villain Bowser, and that we got to hear how both of them sounded. I, Even if it was just a small taste. Yeah. Well, what's interesting to me is I, I, this was kind of bandied about, but it wasn't confirmed. They're actually calling it the Super Mario Brothers movie. And the the fact that they're calling it Super Mario Brothers signifies to me that Luigi will have a far bigger role than this teaser or any of our preconceptions uh, would have had us believe I think he's probably going to run the B plot, but we'll see. What <laughs> There's going to be a, what is this a sitcom episode? Like it's hey, you're going to have a multiple strands yeah. that, that all culminate. But I, I think that I, they they probably went with Super Mario Brothers because it's still the most marker marketable way to present Mario to the mainstream. Right. Um, it was actually telling to me when Miyamoto introduced it on the Nintendo Direct. And said that it's been almost 40 years of Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Which I found an interesting thing to say because uh, Mario is older than Super Mario Brothers. Right. But they really are kind of marketing this around that game and not necessarily uh, anything that happened in the arcades. Yeah, it, it's just interesting to me because aside from the new Super Mario Brothers series, they've mostly gotten away from that branding since 1991 sure. or whatever. Um, it, it's It's been, especially Mario, 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 and I think Mario is a household brand. You hear Mario, you either think of the local pizzeria or you think of this guy. And, you know, but the, the fact that they're going with Super Mario Brothers as as the brand, as the title... I think Luigi will be the secondary protagonist of it, but I, I yeah, Bowser is obviously going to have a big role in it, and I think they 
they specifically cut this trailer to just give us a little taste of sort of the uh, yin and yang of the movie. And I don't even know how much we saw today is actually going to be in a movie or if this was just completely uh, crafted for uh, today. I, I, like, I, I could see definitely the opening scene with Bowser being part of the movie, but I, I, I'm a little unsure about the scene where Mario gets shat out into the Mushroom Kingdom. And it was it Captain Toad who uh, who meets him. I know, uh, I know it's just Toad in, in the in the the casting credits, but he's dressed like Captain Toad. But it's Captain Toad. Toad. I don't fucking know. I don't know these things, Jeff. He's a Toad. Yeah. He's so, a Toad. Yeah. He's yeah. not fucking know either. There's a lot of every one of them are fucking named Toad. So I don't know how to answer that. Yeah, but with, but with you know when I say Toad, Toad, you know what I mean though. The Toad. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, our main, our main toad, main bro toad. But I think that this trailer, it, it might be deceptively edited just because it's a teaser. And but it, you know, we're supposed to feel what we feel, and I just don't know are how. Are you? Are you saying you 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 don't think this is how the movie opens? Is that what you're saying? I I think this is just cut together from scenes, right? Oh uh, yeah, uh, but I think they might have really sliced and diced, especially the Mario and Toad bit in the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh sure, yeah. like the part where Mario meets the little Toad, and then they both just hop off together on yeah, mushrooms, well, yeah, and Mario yeah, yeah. Mario says, "Hey, Mushroom Kingdom, here we come!" Or whatever he's fucking said. I don't. Even th- I think uh, that line was like I, know, that, I was going to say it's eight. like a. There's got to be like a whole scene between that moment and the previous moment. Like it's obviously yeah. cut together. But I was going to say, I think that that line, Mushroom Kingdom, here we go or here we come or whatever, is was ADR because it didn't even sound natural in the context of what we saw. But of course, AD, it's, it's all well, ADR so because it's animated. But, you know, let's just get let's just say this. Actually, we'll get yeah. right into this bit. Yeah, because you mentioned that you're right. That line sounds di- pretty different. Um, but that in that line, he actually is doing the. Uh, I say he, Chris, uh, Chris P. Rat, um, is actually doing a little bit of an accent because everything yes. he says, he only has a, says a couple words up to that point, yeah, and also some sounds. And up to that point, it really to me doesn't sound like he's doing any performance at all it's chris pratt playing chris pratt which which is i mean how he is in everything he's done since guardians uh, of the galaxy sure but uh no i don't don't agree with that i think he's playing a pretty different character in jurassic park than he is Is he playing a character in jurassic world like yeah he's got such a pronounced like macho dickness that's very different than star lord like here's my favorite line in Jurassic World is is uh, <laughs> they ask this question you you've heard me say this before actually you I know you're laughing because you've heard me say this before they say some question about the crazy dinosaur and uh, and they ask a question and then Chris Pratt says well that depends <laughs> they say depends on what and he's like depends what them scientists cooked up in that lab <laughs> it's my favorite line in the whole movie because why. It's, because it's so bad, but like, <laughs> so, never, I was laughing. So. I was laughing because I I don't think I've ever heard anyone say uh, this. This is my <laughs> favorite line in Jurassic World. No, it's a really good. It's a really good line. But let me tell you, that's a pretty uh, different character uh, than Star. Look, we're all gonna clown on Chris Pratt for oh, this whole yeah, episode. Yeah, sure. So sure. I so I have to get my little moment in of defending him real quick. Look, which is only to say 
I think he's playing a different character all the time. And, and so I don't say it's Chris Pratt playing Chris <laughs> Pratt. I don't think that's usually true. He sounded that way for a minute here. Yeah. And then he says, Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Like he says it with just the hint of a, of a little, of a little bit, a little pizzazz, little, he puts a little ganache on it, you know, our, puts a little, our, throws a little English on it. Two things. And I'm curious to hear more and hear more. Yeah. Okay. Two, two th- things. Two things, Jeff. All right. So yeah, Chris Pratt, uh, yeah, he's a clown. Uh, you know, what, what, however you may feel about Chris Pratt and, and like any, any, any political leanings he may or may not have any business he's wrapped up into. He's, that, he's just kind fun. of a boring douchey guy. He's just a right. boring guy. Right. But I mean, but I mean, I, I think Chris Pratt to me, besides all of that stripped independent of that, he is just the epitome of, oh, we're supposed to care about this guy now because the Hollywood machine is behind him. And like, I, I, I liked him as Star-Lord, uh, you know, and I, I really liked him in Parks and Rec before he became this version of Chris Pratt, before he like evolved and uh, became Hollywood A-list or Chris Pratt, you know. Um, but I, uh, I don't know. This, this is, Everybody's been going on about the cast, the the vo- vocal cast, and Chris Pratt in particular. And you know, I I always hear people, including me, make the complaint that you know why do they get these big Hollywood A listers to do the voices in these movies? Who the fuck cares? They're animated movies. Get professional voice actors. And can I just say the fact that we launched into just talking about Chris Pratt is the reason why they get these big Hollywood A-listers because they don't want to just get kids into the theater. They don't just want to get weird fan freaks into the theater like us. They want to get mainstream, run-of-the-mill, popcorn shoveling. Like a like a guy named Matt. <laughs> we have a guy named Matt just on a real- staff. It's a real run of the mill. Oh, I, we do have a good Matt. I, I was thinking of the bad Matts. <laughs> I was like, Matt is like the most unique individual I know. Like, I that's a that's a bad right. Well, but but he would but. no, but he would he would be the first to admit that his name his name is not unique. Yeah, sure. I I but sure. I, what I'm saying is like you know this is Illumination. You know the people behind the Minion franchise. They're going to just try to appeal to. Uh, basic people. I and that makes me sound like I'm some sort of elitist, you know, us elitist Donkey Kong journalists. But yeah, it, it is what it is. I mean, and this is why because everybody's been whipped up into a, a frothy lather for the last year about the vocal cast, uh, Chris Pratt and everyone else. So this is why they do it, and it is what it is. But you're right. Uh, let, let's just launch into this. We're going in reverse order here because we're starting at the end. Yeah, actually, before we get to that, can I just point out yeah. that your show notes are really solid this week? Yeah, yeah. So, so a little behind the scenes, Heil writes up notes when you know, and then you you go and record the episode, and he's got some notes. We're going right. to talk about this first and this second or whatever. This week, it's just a series of screenshots. That's all it is. It's a series of screenshots. It's got the blurry Chris Pratt talking like an alien, whatever. <laughs> and it's got, it's got all the screenshots. I love that your whole notes are just like a screenshot chronological sequence of the whole thing. That's really actually kind of useful. It, well, I figure, you know, it was a teaser trailer. We don't need to really be that in-depth, and this will jog our memory. So, yeah, I didn't want to write anything today. Jeff, I'm sorry. I complimented you. Don't apologize. <laughs> I was on your side. 
<laughs> well, yeah. Uh, all right. So let, let, let's let's talk about the voice really quick, because this is, I think, according to our chat, the biggest source of contention that people have. Uh, you're right. That last uh, seemingly just uh, 80 yard in line, maybe just for the trailer, he was doing. I don't. I don't know if you heard any Italian accent, but to me, it was much more in the vein of. Captain Lou Albano or or Bob Hoskins, their Mario, the pre- uh, I don't know. Yeah, you say that. My my biggest thing with it uh-huh. is I wish they were I wish they were doing more Albano Hoskins style because but those are a lot in my opinion gruffer, a lower register, right. you know, a deeper voice. Obviously, Mario in the games has the highest pitch voice of all, and not not all players of Mario can even hear tones. At the pitch that he says them, um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 uh, actually, yeah. But, if, if you are like I think over the age of twenty five, you can no longer hear Mario. Uh, it's going to happen to people. It's actually true. It, it happens to us all. But luckily for me, I'm eight and a half years old. <laughs> Wait, you just said you had nine beers. Should I call child services? Yes, <laughs> you're allowed to have one beer for every year you've been alive, and they round up. <laughs> They round oh, up. That's how they do but, it in the Midwest. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, we're in beer country, but look, uh, it. Oh, you fucking, you made me lose the train of thought. It, it, the <laughs> accent, the accent that he was yes. doing, he yes. is doing a bit of an accent, but it's such, it's honestly, it's so such a small sample that it's hard to even imagine how it's going to sound in subsequent. Se- like even in that one sense, I can't extrapolate and imagine what this is really going to sound like all the time. And so, you know, I like that he is doing some amount of voice. It was it was always clear that to everyone, it was always clear that Chris Pratt was going to be the contentious part. At best, it was going to be boring. Um, but, but I think okay. Here, here's I, me defending. Yeah, I, I'm I'm. I, I'm, I'm just saying I'm optimistic to hear more of it because yeah. he's not just doing Emmett from the Lego movie. Right. There is a little bit of English on the on that sentence. Or Italian, so. yeah. But I think that uh, obviously, you just, yeah, that, that's the reason they cast him is, oh, he was the blue-collar everyman in the Lego movie. And we want to really get that across with Mario in this movie. And, and you know... If he is going for a Brooklyn accent, that's what I heard it, to my ears. But you're right. It was a very small sample. Then I think that's the right direction to go because, yeah, the Charles Martinet is iconic, but you, that's not something you could do in a movie. And I, and I think that, you know, for the younger crowd out there who may only know Mario as the hoo-hoo, hee-hee, blah, 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 then that will be a shock and it will be gross and weird and wrong. But, you know, I, I'm from the age where I watched, you know, Captain Lou be Mario and, and watched Bob Hoskins in, you know, a dubious adaptation that was interesting at the very least. And, and so to me, that was Mario until Super Mario 64 uprooted that. So I think to do that in a movie, you know, th- this is the right direction to go. You have to kind of humanize Mario a little bit more. And and I think they did that with his design too. I think other than the flat ass, which is very distracting, I I think it's more distracting than if they would have given him some junk in that trunk. You know, as I said uh, when I announced this episode to the patrons, uh, my rattly don't want 
some if you don't don't got none what what is what is the anyway Kyle why do you try wow well <laughs> look I am also drinking a cider it was fine it was I'm, it wasn't bad I'm All drinking right. a cider so I can, I, I, I can give make you mistakes. a C I give you a C on it I'll give you a C on that C passes C's get degrees all right just ask former President George W Bush <laughs> C's get degrees making it political yeah, wow. uh, what about I, this yeah okay, no, go ahead. No, uh, but I, I like I, – aside from the flat ass, and I do think they need to give him a little bit of a butt implant, not like Donkey Kong level where you're just you know staring at it the entire time, but just enough so it's not so distracting in the other direction. But I like that they made his eyes a little bit smaller. It's just a little touch, but – it allows this version of Mario to be a little bit more expressive, emote a little bit more, oh, yeah. and it oh, dials yeah. down the uh, the creepy factor in seeing this character as human. Because if you're trying to empathize and believe in Mario in a feature-length animated movie, you do not want game Mario's giant eyes to distract you. Yeah, no, I'll tell you this. I don't know if I like it, this specific implementation of it. Yeah. But what I like is that this is a slightly off model Mario. Yeah. Because it it's 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 so hard for anyone to imagine like what is this b- before we saw this? What is this going to look like? What what is what is an illumination Mario movie going to look like? Because it feels to me like a really long time since we've ever seen Mario be off model, you know what yeah. I mean? To be a, a, a really unique or different take on the look of Mario. It, to me, I think for almost 20 years, Mario has looked identical from game to game with the only variance being the level of detail. And, and um, like Paper Mario and, and things. Oh, sure, oh, sure. Like, like uh, <laughs> yeah, officially right, right, right. approved yep. off model models of Mario. But yeah, you're right, since yeah. the GameCube but Those era, are rare. Since the GameCube, it's pretty much been uniform and standard. And in my opinion a little bit boring yeah but i like the fact i don't know if i really love this look for mario but i like that it's different than standardized mario and i and i agree that it's going to be more expressive and and it's probably um it's probably the right direction for an animated film like this i think that the mario look is good i'll tell you this much i love that his shirt has a collar on it he's he has a collared shirt i don't Mm. think mario's ever do that but it makes sense that it would be like, there's no reason it shouldn't be a college shirt. I like it. Uh, so good touch, good detail. Yeah. Nailed that. And yeah. the story. That's it. Yeah. I, uh, I have to say, uh, since, since we are starting at the bottom and, and working our way back to the top. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot we did that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the look of the mushroom kingdom. I think it is fantastic. I think it is the 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 most exciting I've been about the excited I've been about the Mushroom Kingdom probably since I was a kid playing the original Mario Brothers games on the NES. I think that uh, it, it's the perfect blend of what we know from the games, but also this Lewis Carroll Alice in Wonderland style uh, trippy like college dorm room blacklight poster. Yeah, I, I would, I'll tell you this much. I, I love the at least suggested or implied plot detail, uh, which we had all, I think, already guessed, yeah. which is 
that in fact, yes, that this that this is doing a bit of an Alice in Wonderland. Mario comes from a city outside of the fantastical realm and then through a warp pipe ends up in this wild, crazy place. I, I, I think we all kind of thought that's where they were going because they announced that Foreman Spy could be in it and elements that kind of make sense in the in the big city slash Brooklyn uh, sort of side of, of Mario sure. lore. Um, and so I think this trailer really implies that indeed our, our assumption is is right is right on that and that we're seeing mario arrive in the mushroom kingdom and that the movie is going to be us seeing him experience that for the first time or whether maybe not the first time if you want to think about like a yoshi's island babyhood scenario where he was in the mushroom kingdom and then went to brooklyn or or the big city or the big ape Mm -hmm. city or the new donk city and then came back to mushroom kingdom as an adult, not knowing anything about it. Well, and you know, I, I think that they might even go Brooklyn. You know, I, I think that that may even be the incorporated backstory. They, they are actually, I, I could see them just making all of the origins for Mario work in a cohesive whole, much like our fanon that what you just stated is what we've always said, how you could reconcile the two sort of contrasting backstories for Mario. And, and I think, they may actually go that direction because they seem to be making a lot of deep pools and uh, Miyamoto seemed to suggest that there will, it, this will be chock full of references to the entire history of Mario. And we yeah. saw a little bit of that in the trailer, things that I was surprised to see show up. So I, I think, you know, people get f- focused on illumination and what they've done, and, and people just get in this mindset that this is going to suck. And I have to admit, I got into that mindset too. But Nintendo's also overseeing this, and they have a greater degree of hands-on oversight than they have in past projects, whether they be the Deke cartoons, or the original Super Mario Brothers movie, or the Donkey Kong Country cartoon. So I think you're going to get a much deeper commitment to the very least hitting all of the various points of Mario history. And we saw that with the casting announcements, Foreman Spike, Cranky Kong, they're, they're going places with this. And so far our assumptions are correct. It seems to be a fish out of water story, stranger in a strange land. Right. And Alice um, in Wonderland yeah. or Dorothy and Oz yeah. or yeah. Uh, fucking Wendy in Neverland type. Yeah. You know, and I know some people, that's, for us, for us growing up in the '90s, you know, yeah. you're you're quite a bit older than me. I'm eight, I'm eight and a half years old, <laughs> right? But, um, but I was displaced from time back and teleported to the future. Is what how that makes sense? But oh, I know in the '90s it was very much that was just the understanding of Mario. It was like Mario comes from a big city, but he goes he he has an Alice in Wonderland style arrival in the Mushroom Kingdom. I think everyone just kind of. Got that. Now the story, the the show, the games, they're not really heavy on plot. They don't show this, but it's it and and it doesn't matter because as a kid you just accept all the surreal like nonsense that the original Mario Brothers says about the Mushroom Kingdom. It's it's it is a surreal, weird fantasy world, the Mushroom World. But I I think that that was a big part of the story back then, and I think for probably twenty years it, that has been really just. Not necessarily retconned, but very not acknowledged of 
the idea that Mario ever didn't live in the mushroom world. For sure. And I think also just the surrealness of the mushroom kingdom, the mushroom world has been downplayed where like seeing it in this trailer, it did feel fantastical for me for the first time in years for the first time, honestly, in my adulthood, it, it has felt like a different realm, a, a fantasy land. And it's it, not just a place that has some mushrooms and some talking mushrooms and some vague form of monarchy like this. This felt like and and the sun is alive. He's <laughs> angry. He's angry. And yeah, I, I like that mushrooms played such a big part in it. And I like that Toad uh i don't know he he was weird he he i i i thought the toad voice worked for me because it was uh who was it uh was it keegan keegan michael, michael key. key yeah uh because it wasn't grating like hi it, it it was a little bit of that and then it sort of mellowed out into just uh this higher pitched voice but one that didn't make you want to claw your eardrums out yeah yeah. Yeah. Also, no, I, I I thought that was great too. Yeah. The, just, the toad voice. Just the level sure. of detail on Toad. I don't know if you noticed, but you can actually see some of the textures of his mushroom he's, head. Like you. I like f- that he has dimples. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, these, he's got these dimples that just really, you know, they really elevate the whole movie. And he's got the all black eyes, but you can make out sort of the eyelid around it. It, it. it is just this nice balance of here's the video game character. Let's bump up the realism just a bit but not so much that it's unsettling it it sort of reminds me of like what if rare had made a super mario game back like on the gamecube i i think it might have looked something like this May, obviously not with you know the multi-million dollar hollywood budget behind not this it, level but, level of detail yeah but sure, this, they'd be going for the same thing where they they can just bump up the realism bump up the sort of uh it's kind of like what uh, Sakurai's team does with Smash Brothers too. You know, they so this is the next level, though. So I don't know. I, I, I'm Actually, a big before fan. Before we uh, before we go any further, I did forget. Uh, I, I told that I told G Man. G Man is a common listener of the show, a frequent listener of the show. Yeah, a friend of mine. And I told G Man I'd give him a shout out, because um, <laughs> he demanded it. But uh, so G-Man said, uh, dry bones confirmed, boners rise up. So, Good commentary right thank there. Thank you, G-Man. Yeah. I, I only have to say that because I'm afraid that if I didn't say the thing he told me to, then I would, uh, I would end up getting killed in the night by G-Man. But I don't have to worry <laughs> about it now. So the opening prologue with, well, not prologue, but the, the, the scene setter with uh, Bowser and the Koopa Troop uh this is like immediately i was like oh this is actually kind of good uh i'm not gonna snark on this shit uh i like that they opened with that and not the mario bit yeah i don't even hate the mario bit but i think that opening with the bowser bit was the right move it was smart because i and i don't know if it was reading the room so much that more people are looking forward to jack black's bowser than they are chris pratt's mario so let's open with that set up the mood and get everybody on board before we reveal Chris Pratt's Mario. But yeah, this whole thing, uh, when I was mentioning deep pools, the fact that Bowser is seemingly rolling in on his paper Mario castle, his, his flying, uh, 
because it's not just the the general design of a of a floating fortress, but it was those uh, big uh, maces that come down. You know, the old ball and chain. Uh, that, that's from Super, that's from Paper Mario, and uh, I know that. Uh, so I, th- I thought that was pretty cool, and the fact that I, at first I thought this was the Mushroom Kingdom that he was like rolling up on. I was like, this is an interesting design for it. it doesn't really look like that teaser poster we saw earlier in the week, but it was it was the penguins, the the penguin characters first seen in Super Mario sixty four. They apparently, at least in the lore of the movie, have their own little kingdom, and, and Bowser is hitting it up. He wants their power star or i don't know what terminology they're going to go with but right yeah it's it's not it's it's essentially the the design of the of like the superstar that makes mario go invincible in the original mario brothers game but i i kind of feel like in terms of plot significance it might have more of a power star type significance in the maybe in the super mario 64 kind of sense but I, yeah, it's hard to say. This thing looks like one really important MacGuffin. Well, I don't think it's one really important MacGuffin. So here's my theory. I think yeah, I'm saying this is one. I'm not one, saying this yeah. is the only one. I, I think they're going to go a bit of a Thanos route with Bowser. That there, I don't know how many power stars or whatever they're going to call this. I don't know how many are going to exist in the lore of the movie, but I think he's going to be hitting up these various uh, kingdoms. Uh, yeah. that that are surrounding the Mushroom Kingdom, and we're going to see some cameos, some references, some characters. Hell, who knows? Maybe Cranky Kong even has one in the Congo jungle on DK Island. But I think it, I I don't know what happens when Bowser gets all of them. But I think it's going to be the Mushroom Kingdom has the last one he needs, and it's going to become a race against time to make sure Bowser and it just. Yeah. Happens to coincide with some plumber from Brooklyn having showed up in the land. Yep. And and here's my theory because yeah. look at this: when when Superman came from Krypton to Earth, and Earth's uh, Earth Earth didn't have as strong a gravity, so that makes Superman able to fly, right? Yeah. So, um, in my theory, in the Mushroom World, Mario in there has less gravity than he did in Brooklyn in the human world. Ah. And so when he gets there, there's so much less gravity that he can jump higher than is natural. And that's why people start calling him the jump man, like a Superman. He's the jump man. He can jump. And when he is able to jump, you know, five times his own height up in the air, which is unnatural in real life, but is common in a Mario game. Uh, when he does that, he finds the one weakness of the Koopas, which is that if you jump on them, you can smush them. But no <laughs> one's ever done no one's ever done that before because nobody can jump 20, 12, 18 feet in the air. You know, that's only jump man can. Jeff, I'm going to agree with you that that is where they're going to go with this. A little. That's why they're going to call him Super Mario because oh yeah, that's even better. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's the disparity of the of the gravitational everything when he comes from Earth to Mushroom, and he's basically the thing is on Earth he's a very average day plumber, blue collar man. Schlub. Although he has Schlub although he has a term. red collar, yeah. he has a red collar in this one. But he comes to here, and now an average man on Earth is a superhero here. Right. It's which... like the movie uh, I- Idiocracy. 
<laughs> yeah, no, you're right. This is basically idiocracy, except with Mario as the uh, <laughs> the smartest man in the Mushroom Kingdom, but he's an idiot on Earth. Uh, I think that yeah. uh, I, I think I'm okay with this. I think I'm okay with this because this is this is basically what you do. This is screenwriting 101, <laughs> especially adapting a property. Is how do I make this nonsense make sense in a succinct 90 minute kids movie? And, and God, I-, I wish. God, I wish there was a 90 minute movie these days. There hasn't been <laughs> one. I don't. I haven't. I remember when movies could be 90 minutes. So, it was. So a, it was. I don't know if you remember ago. the Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, uh, Super Mario Brothers movie, the live action one from the I, early. I, I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the way they explained them jumping high is they had like moon boots in in that. <laughs> I remember the boots. Yeah, those were good boots. Yeah, which uh, which is is a stupid stupid explanation for it but they also attempted to go there why can this man jump like he can he's he's a schlubby plumber from brooklyn oh moon boots but here they're you're right they're probably going to go with the uh just the superman krypton kryptonian type that's all that's all you need and that's why mario that's why mario has to be the savior of the mushroom kingdom he's the only one who can do it to, to squish those turtles He's going to squish him. It's the only way. This, this turtles have to get smushed. And <laughs> they just have to. <laughs> these penguins throwing ice balls. What do they call them? Snowballs? Yeah, that's what they call that, them now. <laughs> they, that's not going to do it. You have to jump. But nobody can jump that high. It's impossible. Because it's, 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 it's a universe. It's a, it's, a, it's a realm, a dimension, a pocket world full of uh, stout little, little, little things. And... Uh, you know Bowser. Bowser's the biggest one, but what if Mario? Can Bowser's voice. We got to talk Bowser's voice because that's really what the people care about. We that's, got a little that, bit of the. Jack, I was I was going to talk Jack about Black. how great Kamek looks, and uh, well, we, you know, I think if we work backwards, Kamek comes later. Why did I? Why did I put these screen caps in order? Oh my god! All right, so <laughs> I'm testing you. Um, yeah, no, I the the Jack Black voice. I think. Everyone was excited about more a little bit more than I was. Yeah. And I'll same. tell you why. I'll tell you why. For me, it was I love Jack Black. I think he's a great performer, great entertainer. Um, but am I gonna hear his voice and be able to not just think that's Jack Black? Right. Am I gonna be able to hear it and think that's Bowser and not think in my head like Every time he speaks, get taken out, having my immersion broke and think that's Jack Black. To, to now, me, the way the actual performance. Well, go ahead. Yeah. What's your take say, on that? To me, I wasn't really hyped about this because, yeah, I don't have any issues. With Jack Black. I, I, I like a lot of the stuff he's done. Um, sometimes, you know, a bit bombastic for my taste. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I get it, Jack Black. I get it. But. You know, I did. This was just the epitome of uh, stunt casting to me. I was like, "Is that really a good fit?" I don't know. Nah, I'm not. I'm not the casting director. I don't. I don't know what these actors can bring, right? So, but from the outside, looking at old Jack Black's Bowser, you know, just like, wah, 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 you know, okay, uh, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if any voice modulation is going on, but. I, I like this interpretation of Bowser. It it works for me. He, he sounds true to the essence of the character. He seems intimidating and posing, but there's a little bit of, you know, comic uh, mischief in his eye, a little twinkle. 
Yeah, so so to that, I'll basically say for both Jack Black and Chris Pratt, although I think I need to hear more of Chris Pratt. It's really hard to really pass a judgment until I hear more. But for both, I feel at least reassured enough that I think with repeated exposure throughout the film, after a few minutes, I will be able to lose the actors and be immersed yeah. and not just feel out of it like – that's not what Bowser sounds like. That sounds like Jack Black. Like, no, I think that Jack Black's obviously I'm not even as, as concerned about, but I, I agree. I, I kind of thought, is this a good, is this going to be a good fit? And it actually is a better fit than I thought. He does some good, really deep growly. And I, I don't know if it's modulated or edited at all, but the, if it is, it's fine. Um, but like, yeah, the, the one where he said, what the, the penguin, king says are you gonna surrender and he's just like nah that was the one where i was like well that sounded like jack black that didn't right. sound deep and growly at all but but i think i can i can lose jack black in this character and i think i've got enough hint that i might be able to lose chris pratt in the mario i don't know i gotta hear but i think that it's it's just enough that I can just get used to it. And it that's the thing about the Mario character. The casting around him is so good, I think, that Mario just has to be passable. Yeah. If the Chris Pratt Mario can be passable, it'll be it, everything's gonna be solid. It's gonna be great. I and think that everyone's gonna compare him to everyone else, but it, it doesn't have to matter. It just as long as he's passable, it's gonna be good. And to me, I, I was kind of reassured because if if he like you don't want it to be a distracting Chris Pratt is doing a silly voice, no. Um, and so I th- I think at that point why get why get Chris Pratt? Right. You can get better people to do better silly voices. But like as you've put it several times now, if he, if he puts a little English on it, then you know just just a little bit, you know maybe ten percent. But a skosh, just a skosh of effort. A skosh, you know? yeah, yeah. A skosh. Uh, so yeah, maybe five percent. Unlike his normal voice, I'll be fine with it. I'll be I'll be happy with it. So yeah, I uh, I liked liked Jack Black's Bowser, and I knew when they were the only two actors they brought on in the very awkward Zoom calls. Uh, yeah, the awkward Zoom call. Yeah, golly, I was like that. That's probably going to be the only two characters we see, and that's not quite true. We saw Toad. We saw Kamek. We heard yes, Kamek. Yeah, you did say the Kamek. I want to point out with Kamek one. I love that Kamek is a character in this movie at all. Yeah. I just think that's great because it doesn't have to be. But, you know, what a good character to have in there. Uh, And then two, uh, maybe out of the, like, four and a half characters that we hear genuine dialogue from, um, Kamek might be the best little character out of this little small set of choices. Kemic is just good in this trailer. It's just good. And I think part of that is I think the, the style and the animation and the look of this Kemic is kind of neat. But also I just think that this being the one actor in the bunch that is basically a, a serial voice actor, a, a person in the voice acting industry more so than the Hollywood system, um, which I think is it's Kevin Michael Richardson doing the voice of the Kamek. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. That's just a great Kamek. Really? No, re- with everyone else, I'm constantly thinking like, Oh, you're a celebrity. Uh, I hope you sound normal and I don't just associate with you being a celebrity. And then with this Kamek, I'm just like, Oh, that sounds like Kamek. 
Well, that doesn't. Sound do we even know what Kamek is sound like? Do we have any preconceived notions of what Kamek should sound like? So, I mean, it no. Worked. But if it, it sounded though. exactly like a cel- celebrity, that would be distracting. Yeah. If, you're, you're if right. Kamek starts speaking and it's Kevin Hart, you're going to say that's not Kamek. That's, <laughs> that's Kevin Hart. That's Dwayne. That's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Honestly, I'm surprised. No, like, I'm surprised Kevin Hart is not in this. I have to be honest. Um, yeah, Kevin Hart wanted to be the voice of all of them, but they actually just didn't ask him. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess they dodged, you know, a, a bullet not having Army Hammer in there. Uh, the Army Hammer would be a great Yoshi. I feel I don't know why. Uh, yeah, Yoshi's great. Nope, yours is better than mine. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to think of, uh, for some reason, I'm just like, Army Hammer charging Chuck. Army Hammer is charging Chuck, and ch- in, in this universe, charging Chuck is a cannibal. And and I don't know I don't know why my brain went there, but it's fine. I just went straight for the person who eats people. I, 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 I don't know why you made it all complicated. <laughs> I forgot how much Yoshi eats people. It's so, <laughs> so many characters. Like, we don't even have Wario yeah. or Waluigi. Yeah, uh, but I, I I like the the display of the Koopa troop. Uh, like I I they, they're mm-hmm. they're all like mostly I think they're all wearing helmets. Like uh, your your Hammer Brothers, your Fire Brothers, your various you know. Brothers. You know what I liked? They're, they're not all identical. Did you notice not, this? Yeah, one's got an eye patch. They like zoomed in on one with an eye patch, and yeah. I'm like, dog, that one has a fucking eye patch. You got nice. you got all paratroopers. Right. I think out front. Uh, just just a nice display of design and like Kamek, he i like how they display his age he's got he's got little wrinkles around his mouth uh it just it's just great and i think here's my here's another theory jeff i think Kamek is there because they will have a reveal late in the movie that mario is from the mushroom kingdom and Kamek had a role in so i mean that just really works as like a screenplay moment right yeah. like if you're the writer of like, okay, Mario's in Brooklyn. He comes and, to Mushroom Kingdom, and, and Kamek went after Mario, Baby Mario, and Baby Luigi because it was he was the prophesized superstar, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Jump Man, whatever. I I do I do think that we are going to see Mario backstory in this movie, yeah. and in in terms of this universe's take of Mario, we're going to see Mario backstory. We you know he, Foreman Spike. It's going to be uh oh shit, who's playing him uh uh. Sebastian Maniscalco. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we got Foreman Spike, we got the Donkey Kong element, uh, Cranky Kong, which could be a, a flashback. I don't know. Well, and like he, I think we're going to see some Mario backstory throughout this movie. I, I am curious how Donkey Kong is going to be involved in this. And of course, we didn't get any hint, any suggestion of how Donkey Kong is going to be in this. So I, I, I don't know if. It, it's going to be a thing where, like I said, maybe Cranky is in possession of one of the power stars and Bowser comes for him. And if they are going to go the backstory route and show like this brief, uh, abridged version of the original Donkey Kong, you know, to set up I think him going. I'm picturing that. I'm picturing this little brief backstory of Mario, literally Chris Pratt doing a voiceover like five minute sequence of like, yeah. And then I was, I did, then I had to fight an ape in Brooklyn and here's what that looked like. And then, and here, and, and like, you might be one, you know, freeze frame. You might be wondering why, how I got here, you know, classic right. Mar- fucking Hollywood. Let me ask you this. <laughs> yeah. 
Sure. Let me ask you this. Sure. Um, the the sheer uh, fortitude of illumination, the the gall, the <laughs> the 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 strength, the strength of character to not have this whole thing be played over a pop song. Okay, so I'm glad so you brought impressed. this up because I think it's that's so gonna, I think that's going to come with the full trailer, the main trailer. Mm. I think Maybe. I think they showed remarkable restraint with this, and I think this was mostly designed to get Nintendo diehards and Mario purists on board, or at least meet them halfway. I think the full trailer will be the full-on schlocky illumination bullshit that everybody was afraid of with this one um the best theory and i still think this is going to happen cameron i think is the one who came up with this or 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 brought it to the dk vine staff's attention but they're probably going to use van halen's jump in yeah yeah yeah. that was cameron's that's cameron's pitch yeah jump great great song choice i've heard other people say starman by bowie i think think Uh, mine's too esoteric for something like this if if you are no no no, i think i but Bowie was in the fucking Buzz Lightyear movie trailer, and the 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 song Starman is almost a cliche at this point. It's been in like three movies in the past two years for trailers. I hate that. Um, that's terrible. What? Yeah, we're in a dystopia. The second Bowie dies, we're gonna play put Starman on every fucking trailer. But um, you know, my pitch was Mamma Mia by <laughs> by, by, by Abba. Uh, and because of he's Italian, mamma mia, you know, it's a spicy meat of ball, whatever offensive stereotype. But, um, you know, and, and if it wasn't going to be Abba, if it wasn't going to be mamma mia, my backup was to be, um, uh, Hamilton, Joe Frank and Reynolds. <laughs> and not, not any particular song or any connection to Mario, but just because I thought that would be neat if that band got featured. I'd be like, wow, only me and Heil know about them. Um, <laughs> what a great, what a great obscure pick. I just hope that they get picked. I don't know. Maybe for Mario or, or yeah. one of the I, I suggested uh, White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane. <laughs> you know, pick, take your pick. Take yeah. your pick. Jefferson Starship, Jefferson Airplane. We built this Regu- city. Regular. Regular starship, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> we we could do we could do just just starship. We built this city when he's escaping Cranky Cog. Oh, at the girders, yeah. We built the city. That's fucking genius. No, it's Kyle not. Russell. It's it's it's, it's, it's so, terrible. It's wacky. So it's great. It has no weight or merit behind it, other than you just have to like puff a cigar when you say it, and it'll sound so legit. <laughs> yeah, the 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 only thing it has backing it up is that. Uh, idiots chomping down their buckets of popcorn, excuse me, ravioli in the theater will will be like, I recognize that. Yeah, well, that's, you call, I think that it's too early to call all of people idiots. That seems harsh. I know, um, I've every, got a migraine right now, Jeff. I, I get grumpy and... It's okay. Uh, yeah. Grumpy is cranky, canonic, canonically, it's Cranky Kong's father is grumpy. <laughs> but listen so we haven't we we, we're we're at the edge of the time limit on a conversation mini here but um we didn't talk about the dry bones chasing charlie days luigi yeah and we didn't talk about whatever other stuff we didn't so anything any thoughts on those 
you know, it, just that little bonus scene that they like to throw on at the end of trailers to really just like wet your appetite, which is odd because they use dry bones, the least wet Mario characters available. But I think that, I don't know, it's just like, oh, Luigi's here too, which which signifies to me that, yeah, Luigi's going to have some great degree of prominence. You're right, he might be just the B-plot. They might not keep the brothers uh, entwined much in the I movie. Think, I think they get separated in the beginning. I think they yeah. start out together. Mario comes through separately and gets paired up with Toad. And then Luigi comes through and he goes on his own little nightmare ghosty path of running into fucking ghosts and skeletons yeah. the whole day. And, and I, I think, and, that, I think that, uh, I think that Luigi together. At the end. Yeah. But I, I think that maybe Luigi will help save the day. Like both plots will merge in the end and Luigi will actually be the one. And then there'll be a joke where like Mario gets all the credit and Luigi's is like, you know, Oh, jokes. Yeah. 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 He's, he's always busy doing Charlie work. That's a reference. <laughs> Well, I am looking right. forward to hearing Charlie Day's oh. Luigi because that's going to be weird. We heard some of his little, you know, sounds, his cries, yeah. his his exclamations, just onomatopoeias, and uh, it sounds great coming out of that Luigi, doesn't it? Like you can, yeah. you look at that Luigi's face and you hear that voice, and you're like, okay, Charlie Day is going to knock this out of the park. My only complaint is that I've always fan casted Charlie Day as Diddy Kong. <laughs> yeah i always have i yeah. always have i think it's he's the right amount of high-pitched but not annoying yeah he's the only guy who can nail that he and so we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see but you uh, know, i i'm also trying to keep an open mind because this is easy for me to embrace anything i saw in this trailer because i'm not the mario guy when donkey kong is revealed that's when I will have to fight the part of my brain that is a purist and be like, well, that's not how Donkey Kong would sound. I hate this. I'm not going to do that. All right. I, I'm, I'm going to go into even the Donkey Kong stuff with an open mind because this is what it is. This this isn't the games. This is the movie. And it's going to be a little bit different. And that's fine. Uh, so far, though, I'm optimistic because I like what they're doing with Mario and it's been a long time since I've really been on board with anything they've done with Mario, like a hundred percent or even 90% where like, yeah, I'm interested in this Mario story they're telling even something like Odyssey where I'm like, that was like a great game. I'm not really interested in, in the narrative, you know, it's so yeah, I, I, uh, I'm going to try to unclench my asshole when it comes to the eventual inevitable reveal of Donkey Kong, which I assume will be coming in the full trailer, whenever that will be probably not till the new year, probably not till like January yeah, what, or February. They said that, when is this? This comes out in April, right? April, Yeah. April. Oh shit. Yeah. So that's a ways. That's a ways off. That's yeah. uh, six Jeez. months. That's six months. Jeez. Yeah. Six months away. First Hitler's birthday. Now this. Is 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 Hitler's birthday in April? I didn't know. Um, it's April. Jeez, Jeff. Oh, oh, he's born on four twenty. That's like the drug day. Wow. Right. Same huh. birthday as my grandmother too. That's how I remember it. Oh, because and also your name is Kyle. No oh, offense. No offense. You can't. You can't just mean, say my name. I didn't mean any evokes offense. Nazism and say no offense. But, I'm offended. But if I did, if I didn't mean offense, you can't be mad at me. I'm glad I could be mad works. about something, because uh, wow. otherwise I kind of like this trailer. 
We'll see. Yeah, I, I actually, you know what? It, it was a teaser. It was a teaser more than a trailer. And I think that I expected even less out of it than what we got. So I was surprised, pleasantly surprised. And uh, we got a taste of the tone of the movie, the visual look of the movie and the characters, and a taste of what Mario's voice might kind of be like and Bowser's voice. And I think that's a really great, uh, you know, preview. Little little preview of what's to come. So look forward to the next trailer. But uh, I'm I'm optimistic, and I don't hate Illumination movies. I I think some of them are bad, but I think I have a higher tolerance for these uh, CGI kids movies that aren't made by Pixar than most of the rest of you have. My favorite movies are the Ice Age film franchise, of which I've watched all six movies, including the 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 directed to direct to Disney Plus sixth movie, and including all of the the spe- the uh, the mini specials. What do you call those? Like a short. I've seen all the shorts, and I've seen the the scrap mini series. Like I love Ice Age, so I think that Illumination can still make a good movie. They didn't make Ice Age. That's not related, but they. But I like the Minion movies. I think that people think that the Minion movies are worse than they are because they find the Minions annoying, but the actual movies are okay. And they're not all bad. Some of the Illumination movies are bad, though. But not all of them are. So there's... That's Conversation Mini. This has been a File 2 production. Hey, Rico.